You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 92. So how do high-achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business, and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. We're talking about your business today. Your practice the one thing in the world you can't live without. Are you asking yourself whether you can live without it or not? Live without your creation, your baby? What if someone made you give it away? Would you? What if someone said you could no longer do what you loved most? Would you revolt or would you submit? My guess is, if you're listening to this, that you love what you do. In fact, you're always looking for better ways to approach your business and your life. Today, we're talking about what will happen if you choose that you and your business are not seen or heard. What does it mean to be seen and heard? It means to take a stand for something. It means to show up in the world even when you don't want to sometimes so that you can make a contribution. It means that you will take your seat at the table so that others can see what a person who looks like you can do in the world. It means that you will commit to taking your place in the world and show up bigger every day. It means being scared sometimes and doing the hard thing and the right thing Anyway, before we get into this show, which I'm really excited about, I want to talk to you about someone who is the fairy godmother of being seen and heard to our Cinderella getting ready for the ball. And that person is Selena Sue. I've partnered with her for Impacting Millions, which is her online program that helps any business go from hidden gem to household name. And Selena's helped clients and students get featured in places like, oh, the Oprah magazine, Forbes and Inc., and land interviews on popular podcasts and national TV. She's created a free publicity checklist, which is really like your roadmap to the ball. And what she's created will help you form a game plan for promoting your practice, whether it's brand new or established. You can download it at dinacataldo.com forward slash 92. Now, if you download the guide, you will also be invited to free online trainings that Selena has put together for you that you do not want to miss. Be sure to get your invitation at dinacataldo.com forward slash 92. Okay, so today I was speaking with an old high school friend and you know, that's really the glory of social media and the internet, right? Like you can connect with people that you haven't spoken to in 20 years and who are 500 miles away, like you are still in each other's worlds. At any rate, he wrote a book. It's a book of his philosophies and he's proud of it. I can tell. He emailed me about it and he made a short video sharing it with his friends and he even has plans to write additional volumes. He was a smart cookie back in high school, so I know he's still smart, and I know that to write and publish a book, whether it's self-published or published by a book publishing house, is a huge accomplishment. It's one that's meant to be celebrated for the sheer force of will that it takes to make something that comes from your imagination into reality. 
Mary Shelley wrote these words in her tale of Frankenstein. So much has been done, exclaimed the soul of Frankenstein. More, far more will I achieve, treading in the steps already marked. I will pioneer a new way, explore unknown powers, and unfold to the world the deepest mysteries of creation. That's what it means to create, to make something out of nothing straight from our imagination but my friend doesn't want to share it with more than his small circle of friends on the internet. His words were these. It's kind of a double-edged sword. I do want the book to get out there, to gain traction and add sales and readers, but I kind of don't want the attention, you know? I do know, and that's why I am making this podcast today. It's the same struggle all entrepreneurs and creators have. It's something I struggle with. Because if you are an entrepreneur, you are a creator. You're creating something from nothing. You're creating a message, a service, a force in your community, or even the world that didn't exist before by sheer force of will. Think about the energy it's taken you to create what you do in the world. You went to law school. You learned what the right software was for your practice. You created connections by going to networking events. You listen to podcasts to absorb more knowledge and pass it all on to your life and to your business. Let's face it, if you own a business, it is your life. It's your baby. It's your lover. It's your best friend. You may have children, a partner, a dog, but your devotion is really to this creation that may be maddening to them because they don't understand it. And to be any good at it, it must become an obsession. You spend hours thinking about it. When you go to sleep, you dream about it. So now I want you to think about something. Here you are, obsessed with this creation, this Frankenstein that sometimes seems like it has a life of its own. But imagine letting it fester. I went to Wikipedia and found this wonderful phrase describing Dr. Frankenstein's monster. It was a hideous, sapient creature created in an unorthodox scientific experiment. <laughs> Isn't that exactly what building a business is like? Exactly like creating anything is like? Now imagine not giving it the attention it needs to grow into a healthy creation. Imagine telling your creation that it doesn't matter, so you don't share it with others or allow it to scale. Imagine telling it that you don't have time to give it the attention it needs right now because you have work to do that's much more important. Imagine telling it that you don't have the money to invest in what it needs to grow into a healthy version of itself, one that constantly helps people, so people want to pay you money for the help they receive from you. Now let's go back to Frankenstein. It was actually Dr. Victor Frankenstein and his creation was the monster, but everyone remembers the monster as Frankenstein. Why? The doctor and his creation, they were inextricably linked. And when Dr. Frankenstein died, the monster mourned and killed himself. It didn't really matter who died first. Both were tied to one another in their vows to kill one another. My argument here is that your creation, your sapient creature that you've poured your soul into, will die without the proper attention and then you will lose your soul. Sound overly dramatic? I don't think so. If you love your business, your practice, then you'll show it love. You'll feed it and water it. You'll say nice things to it. 
And that doesn't mean you necessarily need accolades, although that's a nice incentive to keep growing too. Who doesn't want to be on Oprah to share their message on a platform that reaches so many people and then hear nice things about yourself on the show? It does mean that you receive the sustenance of people paying for the solution you bring to their problem. If you describe yourself as an artist creator, it's the story that fulfills your audience or the unique painting that fills a blank spot on their wall. If you're a business creator, and I would argue you are also an artist, it's the story you tell that makes your potential clients feel good about buying services from you in particular over all the others selling the exact same service. Now, if you take your monster for granted and you don't give it what it needs to thrive, no food, no water, no kind words, then it will wither and eventually die. Now, let me take you back to my friend with his book, his monster. If he continues ignoring its needs, will he continue to write? I don't know. Maybe he just enjoys writing and few people will see it and few people will have the opportunity to enjoy his works. And that may be just fine with him. Writers like Emily Dickinson didn't publish and they received posthumous accolades, but women weren't much for getting published back when she was writing. There are so many more opportunities to be seen and heard now. If she were born today, would she have taken her poems onto social media and see what came of that? Would she be the writer who inspired another woman to write? What if she said she didn't want the attention? Let's take this back. Let's take this back to our business example, because when we don't promote our creation, we are ignoring its needs and we are ignoring our own needs. When we're not sharing what we do with our neighbors, our communities, the world, when we don't stand up and say, this is what I'm about, anyone want to connect with me? We are stealing from others. We're stealing what they need most to connect with someone who has what they need and does it exactly the way you do it. You see, the attention isn't about you. It isn't about me. The attention is about who we intend to serve. The attention is about getting the word out to other people that we can help them. And if your thought isn't, I don't want the attention, then you probably have different thoughts that really mean the same thing. I don't have time. No one wants to hear from me. Will they like what I have to say? What if they don't like me? I don't know how. I don't have the words. I don't like speaking in public. I don't like social media. I don't like putting myself out there. It's uncomfortable. I feel awkward. I'm not ready. Not yet. All of these thoughts boil down to one thing. You're afraid. And you know what? We all are. We've all been there. And we always have to watch our thoughts to make sure that we're not letting fear hold us back. Because if we're allowing that fear to prevent us from putting our work out into the world, from putting ourselves out into the world, we're preventing it. We're preventing ourselves from connecting to the people who need us most. And when you let fear win, then you let others down. In fact, you're preemptively removing your contribution to the world, not allowing anyone to reject your contributions or accept them. What if you allow yourself to be seen and heard? What's the worst thing that can happen if someone doesn't respond to your message? You live to tell the tale. What's the worst thing that can happen if you fail to do so? You and your monster will die. The death of your very soul and your reason for being. And I'm going to leave you with this. Imagine someone you admire, 
someone who's an actor, a writer, a podcaster, a business owner, a mentor, imagine that they had the same fears you did, but they let those fears stop them from putting their work into the world to be judged. How much poorer would your world be without them? I hope this podcast struck a chord with you today. Even even doing this podcast, it makes me think about how I show up in the world and how much bigger I can be playing and how small I play right now. So I want you to know that you're not alone in this. Each one of us who has something that we're doing in our life, our monster, our creation, that thing that we are completely devoted to, we each have our own things that we need to master, our own fears that we need to come up against and move past. We're always going to be scared, but what we have to do is meet that fear. And we have to say, hey, I see you, but I'm going to do it anyway. Now, if you are looking to shine a little brighter in an already established practice, or even take your first steps into creating a thriving monster, I hope you will join me in Selena Sue's Impacting Millions. You can download her free guide, which is chock full of goodness, so I hope you'll get it. It's at dinacataldo.com forward slash 92, dinacataldo.com forward slash 92. I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I did and I will talk to you next week. Bye.